Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Good morning. It's Sunday. It's the day after another win. Jay, how's it going? We are here. We are going up excellent. excellent we will see you in a second hi this is don matteo and you are listening to the auto know better podcast let's do this you look like fucking brawling you're a leader in bastard or some sort of fucking weird floating head no Tensile player a bit, innit? I mean, I feel a bit right, dickhead. Nothing spectacular, really. Jay, I'll I, I be honest with you, man. Leaving that nothing spectacular really bit in at the end is really starting to, to come back to bite you in the backside, really, isn't it? <laughs> um, um, not really. We're doing all right now. We've been nothing but spectacular. Exactly. I'm okay exactly. with Exactly. It. It, it, um, it was biting me when we were doing shit and losing to Stoke away and stuff, but, but there, there not, is also not so that, much now. Yeah. Not so much. Uh, so we're here for uh, Plymouth uh, away for our Berardi and Coke. But uh, first and foremost, Jay, if you would roll that VT, please, and just um, show us what's the crack and who we've got coming on. I thought you had it all sorted. You mean the one I forgot email. that I was doing? <laughs> yeah. What, what yeah. five minutes ago? Yeah. <laughs> it's all, it's uh, just yeah. I've got to pause it because it were like. It were auto playing. Just give us oh, was it? Yeah, so we've we'll got there. this uh, we'll there in a legend on his way. Uh, whenever Jay can do the technical side of things, it's coming. Yes, is it coming? There we go. So, I'm sure you're all aware of this young man. He's... So, we All have legends. the absolute pleasure of welcoming on the legend that is Will Morrissey. How are you doing, Will? Hey, how are you? I'm all right, Will. Morning, <laughs> Will. Well, we, we, we had to get you on, mate. We had to get you on. You absolutely socked it to those Plymouth fans. And um, <laughs> we, we just thought it would be the icing on the cake after playing Plymouth four times to get the man, the legend on, to, to give us his insight as to how that all came about. But um, welcome to the show. I hear you're there beside your dad. Uh, morning. Morning. How are you doing, Jamie? Well, I'm a bit tired, but yeah, okay. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I can well imagine. He's staying out of the way because he's not as photogenic as you, can. No, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Will is taking the spotlight today, so it's all up. It's all about uh, Will. So, Will, um, you, you headed down to Plymouth yesterday. Can you? You're from Doncaster. Your dad was saying. Yeah, between Barnsley and Doncaster. Yeah. Nice one, nice one. So you had a long old journey down yesterday. Did you go down yesterday, or did you go down the day before? Yeah, we went down yesterday. It was like about four o'clock. In the morning, four o'clock. Oh, God. Fair pity. That's a serious what that trek. Like? What was that like? Because kids don't get up till like midday usually, do they? Yeah, maybe it was cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Heated seats on in the car and all that, so you'd have been all right. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. good man. 
I bet so, you were knackered uh, by the time you got there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Just Good get man. yourself a McD's, aren't we? McDonald's yeah. breakfast. Good man. That's the stuff. Good man. So, so Will, um, you travelled all the way down to Plymouth yesterday, and um, you're a bit of an internet sensation at the moment amongst the Leeds fan base. Uh, tell us how your day went yesterday. What was the crack? Who did you meet? And and what was who did you walk out with? Give us a bit of a uh, insight. Well, I got down with my Leeds Plymouth fans. Like we parked one one curb and we told us like what to do and like about what strict to tickets and like down there. And we ended up sat in this like Plymouth place, like Plymouth oh. fans. Oh, you no ended way. up with Plymouth fans. Yeah. Yeah. In, in your, in your lead club. shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good man. So, so, so you had an early start to the old click houseery yesterday, did you? It wasn't even before. The, it was. It was before before the game. You started your click housery, was it? Yeah. <laughs> Good man. I look proud of that. And. Um, <laughs> So you got to the game anyway, and um, you were saying that you, you, your shirt is signed yeah. by a load of players. Yeah, yeah. Good man, good man. And now yeah, we were busy, like we didn't sign it. So, so we need to out them now at the moment because this is going to potentially be a championship winning signing of a jersey. So we need to get the rest of them out. Who, who do you need to get on it yet, Will? Gnoto, Kamara, and Furpo. Right, right. If if anyone of them is listening or anyone of the club, sort this lad's jersey out and fix oh, yeah. it up and oh, yeah, fill well, it out. Hook him up. Um, so, well, um, you, you you managed to get the uh, match day uh, mascot. Yeah. Who did you Who did you end up walking out with? Ampadu. Nice. Oh, and nice. Uh, did he Did he give you any words of encouragement going out? Were you nervous? No, not really. But yeah, he talked to me about that when we were walking out. Nice, nice. Must have been good fun for you, was it? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, did did you get to chat to any of the other players beforehand or? Um, no, because we're busy. But Foster was injured for that morning. Oh, he was. Talked to from to me. Oh, nice. So Adam Foster came over talking to you. Yeah. Ah, good on him. He seems like a oh, nice old nice. fella. Does Adam Foster like so? <laughs> Bit of a mercenary, but yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's injured the whole time, so that's what they do, I think, you know. So he is. Uh, so we'll after the uh teams walk out and uh the, the 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 players start to get ready for the game, you were escorted around the pitch, but you were can you can you can you tell us how this this all came about? What happened? What what provoked you to kiss the badge and give the lead salute? What was it? So I was just walking around and I could hear him singing, we all at least come to me. <laughs> oh man. So you, you just thought you'd give, give, him, you give him it back. Yeah. You're dead right, oh, Will. You're dead right. Fair play to you, man. And um, we, we, we noticed that the lady kind of said, don't be doing that. <laughs> was, was that. What did she say to you? She was like, trying to tell him to stop, but I could hear her laughing in the background. <laughs> brilliant, <laughs> Will. It's brilliant. brilliant. Are no, you Going back to school on Monday after all this. Yeah. You'll be like famous now. You'll be a school celebrity. <laughs> yeah, man. You're all over Leeds internet, like all over Leeds Twitter, man. You've you've done yourself and your family proud, so keep that work up, all right? That's yeah. it. And when and when you get them uh, extra signatures on that shirt, get it framed and get it on the wall. Because you'll keep that forever. Yeah. Absolutely. Did you get to meet Daniel Farker at all? No, I didn't really see him. I didn't think he was here. Oh right, okay. <laughs> well, he must have been there somewhere. Yeah, I, I definitely noticed him on the sideline. Anyway, yeah. that's a bit annoying. I would have liked to have met him if I were if I were doing that. But yeah, so I guess I, you, you can't get it all. But yeah, well, well, it sounded like it an absolutely fantastic day. Your dad uh, was saying earlier on that you, you you're all knackered now. What time did you get back at yesterday? About half eight ish. Half eight. It's a long old start. It's a long day from four AM. That yeah, yeah. But you've 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 done the the fan base proud. Will we just wanted to get you on and and let you know that you've done well, and uh, we really absolutely. Um. So just uh, before we let you go, Will, what did you think of the game yesterday? Give us your view on on the result. It was good, class. What what was yeah. your favorite aspect of it? Looks like we played well, I thought, but we didn't play it best. But I thought we're good. Yeah. Did you feel worried at any point that we might not win or did you were you confident all the way through? 
when Rutherford posted the fight, it's going to be one of them days where we don't get another one. Yeah. I think it's you and about every other that, don't you? Yeah, you and every other Leeds fan thought exactly the same thing when that happened, I think, Will. Who's um, your uh, favourite player, Will? Rutter or Furpo. Rutter or Furpo? That's a left field one there now. Controversial. Do, do you play in defence yourself? Is that why Furpo is maybe uh, <laughs> your favourite player, is it? Defence or CDM. There you go, you see, that's it. It's nice. all down of the park we're out wide that's that's what that's you're doing good. that's working it. the magic and uh, <laughs> so I, i'm assuming your phone has been absolutely bombarded with friends talking to you now over the last couple of hours has it yeah man and my dad does yeah brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> you, might have, you might have to change them phone numbers soon enough if it carries on will <laughs> you have to get yourself an agent soon will yeah absolutely <laughs> and uh before we let you go, are you, are you looking forward to Friday night? What uh, we, we, are, you, are you both off to the game on Friday? We are, yeah. Good stuff, good yeah. stuff. Have you got yeah. a prediction for us? 3 now, Leeds. See, I like his confidence. Love some of that, I like it. Oozing <laughs> confidence, oozing confidence. Jamie, what do you reckon the result's going to be? 2-1. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's uh, that's the prediction of a man who's seen it all before. Has been I was just going to say that's that's about as been around United the United United block. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I say it's been great to get you on, Will. It's been awesome. Yeah, well, we yeah. we do appreciate it, mate. And um, if if you're in the Peacock at all, do come over and say hello to us, Jamie, as well. If you see us around the place at all yeah, during we... after, that's absolutely. Right. After the game, we do usually be around by the other conservatory bit around the side where the blue yeah. bar is. So if you fancy coming over and having a, a coke, yeah. obviously for yourself, Will. Yeah, we will do. Thank you. Absolutely, man. No problem at all. Um, look, thanks, thanks very much for joining us, lads. We really do appreciate you coming on. And um, look, um, if there's ever any uh, other times, Will, where you, you think you're going to be mad famous on Leeds Twitter, hit us up, and uh, we, we'll gladly get you on again. All right, <laughs> we will. All right, you take nice care of it. Thank, Thank you very much, Jamie. Cheers, lads. Bye. See you, lads. Bye. Bye. You're not meant to boot me out as well, Carl. Well, I was, I was just trying to do uh, that with Jamie there, like, um, but yeah, so uh, a nice that was, kid, that was a lovely kid, man. Fair play to him, giving it back, like, to the, yeah, the Plymouth fans. You, you got to hand it to him, like, he was he was on his own, walking around, not a bother on him, giving it the big one. Oh. That was a bit of like Vest, the fact that he had like Plymouth mascots either side of him. He was the only Leeds one, and he yeah. still didn't care. Just he did not give it to us. Just told yeah. him, didn't he? Yeah, no, I got to hand it to him there. Now it's, it's <clears throat> Jamie and Gillian have raised a good lad there. Now they know what they're doing, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> um, so, I'm how are you doing uh, anyway? I'm just going to pick this comment up here from Richard Daniels because I know Richard Daniels and he's an <laughs> arsehole, so I can piss off with that. <laughs> So Richard been called out straight off. I'm I'm, there, no, I'm still up at four drinking when Richard's passed out hours ago usually. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> usually the case. All right, yeah. <laughs> so Jay, um, we got Jamie's insight there into the game a little bit, and uh, he was very happy overall. And um, I think he echoed a lot of what we thought when Rudder hit the hit the post as well. Um, yeah. What was your overall view on the game? Do you know what? I was quite relaxed throughout it, and yeah. like I did, I, I was sort of I was watching it, but I walked in and out a couple of times doing things while I watched the game. And normally I'm like I can't, I'm gripped, I'm sat in front of it, and I just I felt so chilled watching this game because we'd scored so early. I was just a bit like, yeah, yeah, we're going to win this now, we're going to win this, but then. When you're at the post like that and stuff, you do start wondering, oh, God, are we going to pepper them all the rest of the day and not be able to score again and they're going to nick one later on? Because they are the only side that's scored a goal against us recently. So, yeah. you know, there, there is that psychological element of it as well in our players' minds, no doubt. But, you know, I I didn't feel worried at any point. It was just, it felt like a, I don't want to say a workman-like performance, but nobody sort of sparkled, but everybody did everything they needed to do at a decent mm. level. But nobody sort of really went above and beyond for me, apart from maybe Donto, because he, he scored that, you know, he scored that goal and he were um he were working hard again and he, he kept putting himself in 
good positions, leaving himself out wide away from markers and stuff. And they were, they were just ready to go at him. And every time he got the ball, he would direct and he, he did go and he was trying to score goals. And I think that if I was going to give someone man of the match, it'd probably be him for me. Um, but yeah, mm. I, I think it was probably pretty much a seven out of 10 across the board. For everybody, for me, it was as I say, it was, it was everything it needed to be. But there were no, there yeah. were no fireworks. There were no, there were no one sort of standing out and being the main man. Do, do you think was as it, close to that as anyone do else? Do you think was it one of those um, kind of professional grind out performances that we've kind of been seeing a little bit more of since the turn of the year? Uh, to a where, degree, yeah, yeah, to a degree, uh, like. Yesterday felt in in parts. Now I can't imagine the weather helped either. Like it was absolutely lashing it down again. Like, but the weather didn't didn't help in in parts for that game as well. The control and first touch of some players was a bit off. Um, I do want to touch on the the Nanto uh, thing you mentioned as well. Um, do you think um, just just briefly? Do you think um, he's is he playing that way to prove a point now? Or is he playing that way because he, he? Do you think he's actually, he's actually uh, like back into the, the the run of form and his head straight now, and he's, he's he's actually just doing it for the team and not just for himself. I look at his body language and the way he is with the other players. It looks like he's in for the team, mm. like when he celebrates and stuff. He looks so happy. Yeah. Now. The, the cynical little voice in the back of my head says maybe his agents booted him up ass and said, listen, if you don't start playing, you won't be getting a move in summer. If these mm. don't go up, you'll be stuck here. And yeah. that's got him going. But yeah. I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's not that. I'm hoping that it's that he has sort of reintegrated himself and, you know, he's, he's got his head down, he's back in the zone and he wants to be there and he wants to, he wants to play with his mates and win games and score goals. And I'm hoping that's what it is, you know what I mean? Yeah, I've, I I have noticed that the um, his petulance seems to have been curbed a little bit. Where when he doesn't get a like those flashes of it yesterday, but not to the degree that we've been used to. Where if he doesn't get a decision his own way, he he has a bit of a stamp on the ground and and mm. a bit of a. But I think um, he started to to put that to one side. Now maybe it's just another conversation that Fark has potentially had with him. Um, just basically saying, look can't be at that crack you need to be focused on what you need to do rather than focusing on the ref you know um, right so I a, I, Farker might have said to him you know you might want to leave in the future and hmm. you're gonna have to play well if you want that to happen I don't want to lose you but at the end of the day you're not helping yourself or us if you're playing hmm. crap if you're yeah. not getting your head down and working hard the you know good things are only going to come to you if you get your head down and work yeah, I think whichever right. whichever way those good things might be, you know, whether it's with mm. us or elsewhere, or whatever. But you, you're not you're not going to get any rewards if you're just sulking for a season. No, not at all. Like there isn't a cast chance in hell. Like and and he, he should really be kind of thinking bigger picture as well. He's not out of the Italy squad for the Euros yet either. Like so, there's you know he he could have inadvertently started jeopardizing that particular call up for that as well. So I think that's probably something playing on his mind as well. Yeah, there's quite a few factors he, there. He said that was part of his reason wanting to leave in the summer, didn't he? Because he mm. wants to play for Italy and yeah, you don't think he'll get picked and you know, but Serie has crap. It's, you know, so he should be all right if he's doing all right in championship, right, Carl? Well, it's yeah, the championship's one of the top five <laughs> watch leagues in Europe, like so yeah, he's he's not doing himself any harm. What's that now? Four goals five goals in four, five games. Mm. Um it's a good return considering he'd only got one prior to that. But then again, we did look at the the past performances where he was only getting maybe 10 15 minutes and hardly able to affect the game properly like um yeah so it's, it's nice to see him getting a run of games and i think dan james is really going to struggle now to get back in that team um you've got to feel a bit for dan james haven't you because mm, he's worked his socks off he, his injury, he literally couldn't have done any more yeah his injury came at the wrong time i think and um it's just uh, right it's time just, for none, yeah it well the thing is as well like maybe the right time for Dan James came at the wrong time for Nanto when he was trying to prove a point, you know, that kind of yeah, way of stuff. Yeah. Swings and roundabouts. We've got two players now in a position where they're absolutely firing whenever they're getting the chance. And it's not a bad position to be in, is it? I, I'd much rather have that kind of headache for Farker than 
then not knowing who to play there because they're not being effective enough. Absolutely. Um, and I like the fact that if someone does do well, you don't automatically get dropped when the, the guy who was first choice comes back. You get to keep yeah. your place until you're not I, doing well anymore. I think that sets a good standard for the rest of the squad because they know that... I do. That, that any any opportunity that comes along, a player is going to take it. They're, they're absolutely going to take it with both hands and, and I think that's probably that's the best it. thing for us. That's it. And, and if you are in the team, you need something to aim at and you need to feel like you've got a chance of getting back in the team. Otherwise, what are you working for? Do you know what yeah. I mean? And Farker makes it clear to these lads that you, you get your chance and you take it, you'll keep your place. Yeah. I it's think all I, on them. It puts the focus completely on them. It's all on them to prove that they want it. And I, 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 I think that's probably one of the biggest motivators for any kind of player is that it, mm. it, the jersey is yours until your performance dips or you get injured. Um, that's it. That, that gives players a lot of motivation to kind of say, right, okay, he's, he's told me it's mine until I, I mess up. Um, That's it. And if you're on sidelines, you, you you're going to work hard because you're thinking, well, you know, he might get injured this game. Mm. It might be my chance. Obviously, yeah. you don't want your mates to get injured, but you know it can happen. And if it does, you need to be ready to take that chance. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just to kind of touch on the game now, um, and and not so much the the Nanto James thing. Mm. Um, our defense. Looked rock solid again yesterday, Jay. Um, I've seen a few people discussing the whole Melier thing and you know his distribution and all that. And I, I, I agree in to certain to certain terms. But you know what I've always been like. I've I've kind of been advocating for him for quite a while. Where my 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 opinion is, the keepers is on, only as good as the defense in front of him. Well, people, yeah. were, people were saying last season, oh, he was letting in shots easy, this and that. And granted, look. There was a couple of, you know, more than a couple last season where he, he could have done a lot better. Like that Everton goal for Seamus Coleman could have done a lot mm. better. Yeah, of course. But, of course. but when, when a keeper is facing twice the amount of shots that he's normally used to facing, that, that's going to reflect badly on him because the defence in front of him aren't doing their job. That's but it, because the stats will only tell you how many he's conceded and how yeah. many shots he's had, but... Like, if you're facing a good striker and you're having to save every shot he takes instead of one out of every three shots he takes, mm. you're going to concede goals. Yeah, absolutely. Like, so I, I just wanted to start at the back and work our way forward. Rodan and Ampadu. I, I, like, again, the same with the James scenario. I, I, I feel for Pascal. Um, yeah. He, he, He's not going to get a look in the way it's going. Yeah, I think him and Rodan, contrary to what some people were saying, I think him and Rodan were starting to build a good partnership. Um, there was starting to be that understanding building that I think um, that Ampadu and, and Rodan have at the moment. Um, but it again, it's a headache that Fark is, is I'd say, delighted to have at the moment. Um, but what do you... How Those do you, are the dilemmas you want, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, can you see a changing in the near future? Would he? Do you think maybe Chelsea? He might change it up a bit and try and get Pascal some minutes in his legs against Chelsea. It depends if he's capable of playing. We don't know where he's at, really, do we? Mm. Well, he, there, there was talk. He said about... it was looking like a longer thing than we thought, didn't he? And uh, I don't know when he's due back at this point. Oh, is that the case? Is it? I thought um, he mentioned there on Thursday in his press conference or Friday that. Um, he might have been free uh, to to be in the squad for Chelsea and or Leicester. Okay, I've completely missed that. If he did, or so, maybe it was maybe it was Bamford. He was on about. I'm I'm just learning this for the first time. <laughs> All right, like maybe it was Bamford. Um, he was on about. Someone in the comments might be able to tell us which one you mentioned because you know yeah. we're useless. But if yeah. he if he is sort of capable of playing, then I think it's probably too soon. I, mm. I don't see him starting either way. If I'm honest. Um, but I could see him bringing him on for minutes if the situation allows, if if he is ready to play. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I, I'm I'm a bit sort of I'm a bit torn whether he's going to stick with these lads because it's our strongest side against a strong side, or whether he's going to continue to rotate for the cups, which I think he should. I mean, everyone wants to try and get one over on Chelsea, but ultimately, what's the point of doing that if it derails our championship season and we are so 
so in that fight with Southampton and even Leicester if we beat them Friday. Yeah. We can't afford to slip up. We can't afford to lose a game at the moment. That's how tense it is. Mm. Yeah, There's I, a lot I, of pressure on these players now. They're doing like, really well to deal with it. I, I, I was looking at, uh, I went through the Southampton hashtag, the Saints hashtag there yesterday and there was a lot of them kind of giving it the big and going, oh, we've got this game in hand and we've played all. It's, it's only against Hull, but it's it's not just because it's like I've said to people, I'd rather be in our position where we've got points on the board yeah, and, and they have to chase us. And I, I replied to a few of them. I don't care. I was just like, at the end of the day, you still have to win that game. You haven't got them points yet. The, the game in hand is all good. Morning, Danny, Absolutely. over at Not Another Leeds pod. Um, so uh, I, I'd rather be in our position than in Southampton's position, if I'm being perfectly honest with you. Me too. Um, and um, I think coming up to the, 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 the Leicester game next Friday, I think it's massive. But going back to the Plymouth game, um, in midfield, um, we're, we're starting to, to really tick at the moment with uh, that triangle of Kamara, Gruev and, and Rutter. Yeah. Now, Rutter was in, in large portions and for a lot of people, he was kind of off the boil yesterday. Yeah, uh, even, yeah. Even though he got man of the match, which was strange, I thought uh, Nanto would have probably got man of the match in my eyes. Um, do you do you like how it's going, and do you feel sorry for Roberts not getting a, a look in at right back because Archie Gray is absolutely shining there as well? Not really. I don't. I don't feel sorry for him at all because it means that things are going well for Archie and for Leeds. So mm. you know, I, I, I sympathise a little, I guess, but not too much because. I just want to see us play well and I don't particularly care who it is that's playing well as long as whoever's in the team is is giving 100%, do you know what I mean? And yeah. at this moment in time, I'm, I'm not dropping at you. No. Certainly not. Um, as for Ruter, I think he was he was involved in a lot and he did that crazy pass that Nanto scored from, which yeah. I've got no idea how he did because he didn't have time to look and measure yeah. it or anything like that. He just it, The ball sort of bounced in front of him, he just booted it. And it just dropped at Nando's feet. And it's just like, how do you do that? Do, do you think that does that go back to the, the point you made earlier where you were saying that Nando was actually finding himself out wide quite a bit rather than coming in narrow? Do you think yeah. it, that an instruction now is like whenever we're one side of the field, if we have that opportunity of a big switch, make sure you're out wide. Do you think is that something that they've kind of done rather than, you know, you were saying, how did he have time to do that? He didn't even look. Mm. But if, if if he's told prior to that, that's where people are going to be. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe it's something along them lines rather than just pot luck, really. Well, that's a good point. And I mean, you've done coaching, so you know, you know, mm. if players get told these kinds of things, um, to me, I would just like, I took it at face value in that oh, it, were a, it were a genius pass, but you could be right. It, it could be if you get that ball and you're tight against our wing and it's busy, bang it right over the other side. Will yeah. they be waiting for it? That could well be what they've been told, and it worked to perfection. And mm. that the way he sort of brought that ball and then like knocked it over that defender, went round him. It was, oh man, it was like even, George Weyer esque. That he didn't even knock it round him, he, he had the audacity. <coughs> he knocked to, it over him, didn't he? And no, he it, it was basically him. around torso height. He kind of just knocked it around. Yeah, him yeah I remember it was off the ground. Man, that the, to, 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 to say in that type of situation that you've got the cam and and the guile to do something like that, I think it, it shows a lot about Nanto's confidence at the moment. Um, it does. It does. You don't just pull that out of your ass if you're not on it, do you? No, nah, absolutely not. Like, do you think um, do you think Kamara might be slowing up in, in final stages of the game? He looked a bit leggy there yesterday. Now, granted, the pitch was probably heavy, like, but... I think, I think a few of them were a bit leggy, to be fair. I think mm. that's the reason that Ruta wasn't at his best, like uh, that, that looked like fatigue to me, you know, that he just couldn't quite do things he was trying to do. Yeah. Um, that's that's just fatigue for me. I think that having the full week now before we play Leicester is is a right bonus. If yeah. we'd have had to play sort of Tuesday and then play him at the weekend or something, I think we'd have struggled. But we, we've got time now that we needed because we've done a lot of traveling, we've played a lot of games, and it's just time to try and get a bit of bit of energy back in them legs and 
get everyone focused on this final push now. Yeah, I think uh, a week off now is probably going to suit us the world, do the world of good for us. Like you know, um, I'll be honest. I I, I watched uh, a bit of the Leicester game yesterday against Borough. Well, I say I watched a bit. Mm. I watched it all because, quite frankly, it it meant a lot for us that Borough kind of came away with something there, and they came away with a two-one win. Yeah. Um, in relation to our form and how you think Leicester are playing, who do you think is going to have the biggest kind of um, what? Do, how do how do I want to phrase it now? The momentum. Who do you think the momentum? Like obviously Middlesbrough lost yesterday, or Leicester lost yesterday, but at the mm. same time there's still nine points clear. Do you think we have more of the momentum going into that game now because we're off the back of a win? Their morale might be down because they've just lost two one. Mate, look at our record. Points. Look at our record in this calendar year. Mm. We've conceded one goal. We've won yeah. eight games in a row. I would say that momentum is well and truly on our side right now, but we have to make sure that we don't get complacent with that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good point. And I think uh, Fark maybe has the players kind of grounded enough to be able to go right. You know, the, the, let's not get too ahead of ourselves here. We're still nine off. I that's did bad. like. I did like his comment uh, where he said um, when he was asked, will Leicester win the league? And he said, they'll definitely finish in the top two. Mm. I think he knows we're going to catch him. I, I think so. And I think this was always his plan to come on yeah. strong at the end. I think well, he, well, he's yeah. been around long enough to know that, you know, you, you can't come out of chaos and hit the ground running. Mm. But he as near as damn it got to that. We we, yeah. we were ropey for a few games early doors, and then we got us act together, and then we sort of suffered a few times on the road because we weren't quite fully up to speed. But it's just it's like a well-oiled machine now. He's got everything everything going. Everyone's going in the same direction. He's dealt with fucking attempted mutiny. He's dealt with not knowing <laughs> yeah. which players are going to be in his team. He's dealt with injuries. It's just yeah. I mean, if there's anybody that still wants rid of the guy, then. I, I I don't know what to tell them, and I can't speak to you if that's how you need their head checked. Like, yeah, there's nothing I can do for you. D Dan James has joined us this morning, apparently. I see, and uh, he, he he said they watched Leicester on the way back up on the bus yesterday. Fantastic! <laughs> he's confident yeah. we can beat them. Thanks, Dad. I think it's Don James, but it's near enough. Oh, I do <laughs> Jesus, Honestly, maybe that's God. maybe that's his dad. Um, right, I've got the uh, I've got the form table here just while we're on about it. Oh, we're doing this now, are we? And we are at the top of that table, and I would not be shocked if that was how the top two finished. Do you think? I. It's hard to see Leicester falling away, but it does happen. You mm -hmm. do see these sides as soon as they hit the buffers, they they can't recover. Now. And, and I'm not convinced that'll happen to them, but I think there's a good chance. Anything's possible at this point. And and to be fair, we had an 11-point lead at one point, and we completely calfed that. So, and what did Leicester have? About 18 at one point. Yeah, they were they were 17 ahead of us at one point. Like, and they could so. be six ahead of us by Friday night. Yeah, absolutely. That's why. Is I that think your stomach that keeps going? By the way. Um. Because I keep hearing something. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not quite sure. I did eat before I started. Like, so. <laughs> well, you, your mic's very good if that's the case, mate. Oh, sweet. Well, it could, be, it could also be my chair. It's one of those squeaky, leathery ones. Oh, which okay. Fair enough. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like, what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like, what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. 
Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. But yeah, no, um, I'm not... I'm not saying I expect Leicester to fall apart or anything, but should we beat them? You never know. That would be two defeats on the bounce for a club that didn't really know what defeat tasted like this season, apart yeah. from when we beat them, obviously, because the L is for Leeds. Um, but, yeah, we'll see what happens. We, we have to go in there looking to hurt them and looking to try and get back in that race because it's not over. Yeah. Um to, to try and not get away from uh, the the Plymouth game because um, it's we're, we're motoring towards yeah it's, it's there, easy to digress in uh, it, yeah. um, do, do you think um, Plymouth after well, like, well let's let's be honest essentially three defeats out of three mm. when they played us do you think that played on their minds a little bit because I don't think they came out with the same gusto that they did in the previous games um, um, yeah I mean I, I think they were. They were probably a lot more conscious of being hurt on the counter mm. this time. Um, they, they didn't really seem to be trying that much. They, they tried to get Miller involved a few times again, which apart from when he put that one cross in, mm. and uh, was it Wayne missed it? Up yeah, there was them. good um, edge. Yeah, they, they should have scored there. They should have scored there. And that, yeah. but that was all they really did. And again, I think Archie dealt with Miller brilliantly. Like that first time he played him, he, he would turn him inside out, wasn't he? But ever since, he's just been, he's just been superior to him. He's had him in his pocket for the most part. He has indeed. Yeah, you can't take that away from the lad now. At the moment, he's uh, oh, he's, he's immense. He's just he's, he gets better every game. He's playing some fantastic football in a position where, granted, he played for England under 17s when they won the under mm. 17s World Cup or Euros, I think. But his natural position is more uh, bombing forward midfielder, you know. But and I just th- because you've played a position in kids' football, essentially, even though it's high-level kids' football, mm-hmm. it's not the same as playing it in proper men's football, is it? When you've got a tricky winger who will use every trick in the booking us to either get you booked or leave you yeah. for toast. That's the thing, and I think we saw a little bit of that with Jack Clark when we played Sunderland in the first half. I think uh, it took Archie nearly thirty odd minutes to get to grips with him. But by that time, he'd already got booked. But Clark is very much a stop, go again merchant, you know. So yeah, he is, yeah. Once once Archie yeah, figured yeah. that out, he kind of he done a lot better job on him in the second half. Um, That's uh, he started to learn like to leave a bit of space, so he had a start on him if he had to run with him and stuff mm. like that, didn't he? Where he, he kind of he learns very quickly how to play a particular yeah. player and how to position himself, and that's like that's up there that you can't teach. There's just something that the kids got. It's in his genes him from other players. Yeah, it's in his genes. Like that, that whole family absolute magic with a ball at their feet. Like absolutely, um, born be, with like muscle memory or something for kicking a ball. Must be touches <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. Um, just before we go on to to talk about the goals in the second half, Jay, we'll just go through a few um, comments here, if that's all right. Yeah, sure, mate. Uh, just start. We start. I'll start off. a few for you. Uh, hey, Gilly reminds me of Chris Martin from Coldplay. <laughs> okay, thanks for that, Michael. Got and uh, he, Michael actually asked where Gilly was today. He was, and, yeah, uh, that's why, yeah, he was asking where he was. Yeah, yeah he's, he's probably uh, head deep in, in, in spreadsheets somewhere. He, uh, he loves <laughs> a good spreadsheet, does Gilly? Um, so that's why we have him in charge of the uh, the, the predictions league because it's just spreadsheet central for him. He loves it. That's uh, it. How come Carl has got a whole city top on? I, I actually don't. It's just a, a regular kind of T-shirt, and that's just purely coincidental. Sorry about that. <laughs> the Ron DV. Um, we've got Skip here, a professional job. Um, yeah, well, I don't know. Are you talking about the Leeds result yesterday or the fact that we were late against Skip? Sometimes <laughs> when you take the mick out of us like that, we can't really tell. So <laughs> if you're talking he, about he the game... It. He posted it during... Some of the game chat, so I'm I'm gonna take it as that. All right, right okay, yeah, sad, sad, sad. Yeah. Um, we have a an outsider coming in to the chat. It's a Barnsley red and white army. He said, "Morning all from Barnsley." Welcome Fan here. I am happy. Clapper Barnsley one two. Uh, well, fair play, T. That's not too bad. It's um, always good when uh, we're all happy in Yorkshire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes for a good old weekend, doesn't it? It does. 
Uh, skip back in again. Uh, Kamara and Gruev are undroppable, even if Roberts replaces Archie permanently at right back. Again, yeah, mm -hmm. but yeah, you like like you said, Jay, I can't see Roberts stepping in ahead of Archie anytime soon, really, no. unless there's a, an injury to Kamara or Gruev. Touchwood, there isn't. That's, um, that's the only time I could injure yeah. to Archie. Well, yeah, that's the only time I could really see Archie going back into midfield at the moment as if there is an injury to, to either of those two. Um, Michael Gott, competition is breeding success. It very much is, mate. Very much is. And we have um, Liam B here. How are you, Liam? Nando in the last five games been a different player. Class. Absolutely. He's certainly upped his game. Um, he looks happier. He looks fitter, to be fair. He and, does. Um, I think... Uh, it, it, it's time to just now for for the moment obviously with some fans they, they still have that gripe with what happened during the summer but look at the moment i think we should all just put that to one side support the lad he's doing what he needs to do and then whatever conversations need to be had in the summer they need to be had but mm. i think just just support the lad now and, and and don't be getting on his back he's doing a great job so fair play to him we have a last one here for now we have kenny campbell Fark has exceeded expectations. Knew he was too good at this level, but seeing how he operates is an eye opener. Think he will definitely think he will do well with backing in the Premier League. Um, Kenny, I absolutely, yeah, I absolutely fully agree with that. I um, I was reading when we did sign him as a, as manager that his his record in the Premier League was absolutely shocking. Um, but when you look into uh. The finances and who they brought in and what they were allowed to spend. They only spent like twenty eight million. Five million pound on the, on one of the seasons. He spent but, five no, million. I, yeah, but twenty five million in two seasons in the Premier League is what they spent. So if you like, I'm guilty of it. I was judging them off that until I heard that. If you're not going to back a manager in the Premier League, then you can't you can't expect success at all. Without um, trying to digress too far again, because we keep doing it, but um, I don't if a club spends that, then they're obviously prepared to go back down and yo-yo. They're saying, yeah. that's fine with us. That suits our, our business plan, our, our model. So why then do you do that, then sack the manager when it's not going well? See, the other thing as well, we don't know what the behind the scenes was there. Fark could have been asking for too much money to spend. He could have been asking for this. He could have been asking for that. You don't know. He could have been asking for any money to spend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so. anyway, um, but yeah, so there, there's some a few good comments there. Um, we'll get into the uh, the second half a bit, Jay. Um, yes, did you feel we came out with the same kind of emphasis in attack in the second half as we did in the first? I thought we we set back quite a bit in the first half, early doors, and let them come into it a little bit. Um, yeah, I think you're probably right there. I, I think there is, like, because we've seen this so many times now, I think there's an element in, in Farkas' game plan where he tells them to back off a bit and sort of conserve a bit of energy. Um, I can't remember if it was Plymouth that we that we did this against Elland Road, but I remember we were sitting back for about 20 minutes just soaking up pressure. We weren't really attempting to win the ball and come out. We were just staying in two banks of four and we were just soaking it up, defending knocking it out, defending, knocking it out. And then we took hold of it again and we we took control of the game again. I can't remember if it was them. It might have been them. Um, but I think that's something he tells them to do sometimes. I think he tells them to back off and just soak it up a little bit and conserve and then come on strong again in the in the last quarter of the game. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. But sometimes obviously that's not going to work for you, but we seem to we seem to do all right with it. But does cost you the momentum in the game and it can be hard to get it back. Yeah, yeah, no, I get that, yeah. Um, sometimes it's harder. I, I, I think yesterday... I, I them. Kenny Gamble, uh, was Plymouth... It was and, them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think uh, over the last few games against Plymouth... I don't know if it's due to the fact that they knew us inside out and they knew what we were going to do or we knew them inside out and we kind of decided to play a different way here and there. It's yeah. hard to tell, really, but we, we, we've... Gilly and um, Gilly and Smarty and uh, 
Danny from another Leeds pod made a good point there, uh, or was it on Tuesday or Wednesday when we did the pod, where Gilly brought up a chart showing that um, the previous game, we, we did actually drop off quite a bit mm. in uh, the, the start of the second half. Um, and it was oh, only... I remember we... that, the, the yeah. momentum bar graph thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I don't want to kind of think that it's a pattern that we, we seem to be falling into because against the bigger teams and the, and the better teams, they, they'll punish us inside those 15 or 20 minutes. That's I think it. I think sometimes we, we found this season where we have been on top and we've got sucker punched. It's It's been in and around those kind of areas that we have done, like, you know. Yeah. But, um, yesterday, I, I, I was happy enough with the performance, um, albeit... I thought again, it's one of them where we could have we could have ended the 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 game about five or six nil up, but you know, yeah, but we didn't didn't press it home. No, we we, we did hit the post uh, from Rutter. I thought it was like we were saying to the lads earlier on. Uh, Will and his dad, it, it it he he Will actually mentioned that he felt like it could have been one of those days when Rutter hit mm. the hit the post. It did, and yeah, it did. It just shows what a traumatic effect that's <laughs> even having on our younger supporters. That's it. Uh, He's too young to remember all the real bad times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. So we probably have his dad to thank for uh, instilling those harsh memories on him. Um, generational trauma, it's called. Generational trauma, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, poor old Dan James came off the bench, tried to prove a point that he should be in the starting eleven, and he cracks the crossbar. <sighs> I tell um, you, that were that were a great free kick. I didn't know he could do that. I I genuinely didn't know he was actually going to try and have a go at that. To be fair, and I, I um, think he beat the keeper if he'd have got it on target. Yeah, yeah. Well, it essentially it was a, a lick of paint away from being on target, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. There were a few good um, things in the second half. Like we were sort of talking about it like it was shit, but I mean the, the pass from Piru for Ruta's goal was superb. Oh um, yeah. One of the things he gets criticized for is his link up play is not great. Mm. You know, he's but he, that were great. That were a great ball. He, had, he saw him, he played a perfect ball to him, and we scored from it. Do you know what I mean? And did, you know did that, the only thing his that... job there. Yeah, the only thing that I fear from that is that when if Patrick isn't back for Leicester, do we revert to Piro in the ten and and Rutter in the nine because Rutter's just scored like in the nine mm. and it's like oh, d- d- don't revert because we're having more joy playing the way we're playing than than we were previously. You know what I mean? So I'm yeah. kind of hoping that that that's not a yardstick to kind of be like, yeah, well we can get away with that against Leicester because we're not going to get away with that against Leicester. They're a different no. kettle of fish altogether. Like you know what I mean? You've- You've got to have everyone on it and in the right positions and knowing mm. what the job is against a team like Leicester, haven't you? Yeah. Um, Simon um, Simon Coley makes a, a good point here. Plymouth normally at home are a lot stronger and forward thinking. They had no legs but had had a go. I think we defended well and uh, Hay and Meslier caught hold of the ball. He did actually <laughs> catch the ball a couple of times, Simon. That's Special a, day. <laughs> that, that that's a great observation. I'm not going to lie, <laughs> but I have heard that before as well regarding Plymouth. Like they, they're very strong at home, but they concede a lot of goals at home. They concede mm. like a lot of goals, and and you can you can see why their fans might be a little bit frustrated with that because they do try and come at you and they do try and attack you, but they do leave themselves very vulnerable in the in in, in the back then as well. You know, yeah, they um, do. Jamie is saying there, Gruevis uh, coming on leaps and bounds. Absolutely. I think he's gone beyond the leaps and bounds now. Uh, Do you know Jamie? what he's starting to remind me of a little bit? And I'm, I'm saying this quietly, but the way, the way he goes about and the way he tackles, the way he tracks his man, and it's got a little bit of the Olivier Decor about him. But at a, at a lower level, but at this level. Them, 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 them some big boots to be filling, like. I'm saying it now. He's 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 got that kind of he's got that kind of air about him. The way he plays his game, I like it. Whisper it quietly. He's, he probably wouldn't be an Olivier Decor if he was playing in in our team in the Premier League. He'd probably look not probably you know half as good. But like at this level, he is like that kind of player in this side. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I loved him by the way. Yeah. Class and and that's one of the things that I'm kind of looking at now with uh, Chelsea coming up at the week uh, next week is I want to see what the likes of him are going to be like tested against 
Premier League midfielders? Can he still mm. pull out those challenges? Can he still play that ball? Can he still find the time on the ball that he seems to be finding himself in, in smaller, tight positions and play yeah. it the same kind of way? So that'll be very interesting. I think his progress has been absolutely fantastic, if I'm honest. Oh, I do. Um, like when he, when he came in that first game where it's Stoke that he first played, and yeah. we saw him and we were all like, oh, Jesus, this guy's a dud. Yeah, he looked, mile, he looked miles off it. Like I would never have predicted he was gonna mm. become what he has become. Yeah, and what again, you think? you've got to put that down to coaching, Farker. You know how easy would it be to get inside your own head after a performance like a Stoke game and think I'm I'm not up to this. I'm not yeah. good enough. I'm not cut out for it. Yeah, and Farker's managed him and he's brought him back and look at him now. I think that's a very good point, Jay, because he, he also got uh, promoted with Werder Bremen last season in in Germany. Um, right. And and one of the things I've I've said to someone previously is that Fark has managed in Germany. He knows what the what's expected in the German league, but he also knows what's expected in the English league. So for Fark to bring in Gruev, knowing he played in Germany and and knowing how he needed to to get him about the place, I think um, it, it it's been one of the most miraculous turnarounds from a ninety minutes where he looked completely out of his depth to been undroppable in our midfield mm. up until yesterday you know what i mean so yeah it's um it's an insane kind of path for him at the moment it's been it's 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 only been like a three month kind of injection of gruev we've actually seen considering mm. how little he's played up until that point it's um, an absolute perfect example of taking your chance though isn't it yeah absolutely absolutely um i've got go on. on go on go on man i guess no, keep going, keep going. I don't want to um, derail you yet because I'll be changing the, the subject. That's I'm okay. Still... So, yeah, no, I was just, uh, I was going to just start uh, chatting a bit about the, the, the front four then. Um, we've done oh, okay. we've done midfield and um, if, if this leads into the front four, then belt away. It kind of does. It's go more a bit it. of controversy, but let's uh, let's go for, it. go for it. You know what's coming here, don't you? Oh, balls. Yep. That's a free kick, apparently, outside the box. See, yeah, I'm, I'm please, not convinced. Please explain it kick. to me. Right, okay, so we had Gilly getting the rules up and putting them in uh, the group chat there, was it two weeks ago? Yeah. And the, the EFL law states that where the initial foul is committed, if the foul carries on, it's it's where the initial foul was committed, according to but, the, the the laws uh, that I think Gilly provided, wasn't it? And that but was is he EFL fouling? Website. Is he fouling before they cross that line? I don't think he's fouling him at all before. No, I don't think he's fouling him at all before he crosses that line. I think Me the foul neither. happens in the box. But you think that the referee thought the foul started there? Yeah, that 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 can be my only conclusion as to why he's not given a penalty there. Because you can see it kind of, the defender has his arms around James, but I don't think there's enough there for a foul. Mm. And then when it gets in the box, the ref's arse falls out. And he's like, oh, shit. Right, okay, I'm bringing, <laughs> I'm, I'm bringing it back here now because, let's be honest, it, it was a foul outside the box. I, I don't get it. Um, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's I, crazy. Think, I think it's harder to understand the rules the more they change them. Uh yeah. on the fly like they're, they're they're doing them like on the fly <laughs> I know. well we've seen it before haven't we when, in the premier league when they changed the handball rule yeah and after it cost us against us yeah, yeah yeah just gonna uh, bring it up again i just want to watch it one more time absolutely man because i am not convinced there's a foul before he gets in the box that is just tussling he's not he has his yeah. arm around him but he's not he's not pulling at him he's not he's just like he's tussling nothing, with him there's, there's no foul that's, that's the foul yeah, it's the leg across, and yeah, James makes a bit of a meal of it, but he's entitled to. You know, we yeah. we saw what happened to Ruta when he didn't go down last week. So, yeah. but know, again, it, it, it's, it's, it's sex. Yeah, it's like Patrick Bamford said one time when he got fouled about three or four times in the penalty box. He was like, "Do I have to dive to win a penalty?" I remember yeah. that. I shouted at him, didn't he? He did. Yeah, and it was clear as day because it was only half. Down get penalty. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's it's all a bit mad. Um, yeah, do you think I, James gets that from being a quick player and they think he's just goes down easy if he gets touched? I think he's too quick for the referees to make a logical decision sometimes. Yeah, I think I think so. What happens to him 
happens to him deliberately and it is a foul but i think that it, it happens so quick that he's so quick that when he does get fouled it doesn't look like it might be particularly a foul or it might be a penalty mm. like that one there now that that's a stonewall penalty for me all day there's no there's no aggressive tackle outside the box to warrant bringing it back for a free kick the aggression yeah. happens inside the box when he absolutely cleans him out i'm just so, I'm just looking at this now um you can see the liner there how yeah. far away it's like because I was thinking at the time, why, why is why is the liner not said anything? But he he can't tell whether he'll be fouled or not from there. Can Should nah, we have a line in every quarter of the pitch? Well, they like tried that in the Euros, didn't they? And and the UEFA Cup and all that, where they had the uh, referee's assistant behind the goals. Oh, and yeah, so they, they were did, yeah. they, they were as useless as tits on a bull, like because they weren't allowed <laughs> to make any calls. So but have, have two liners on each side, one for each half. You know, on each side, why, why not just doesn't do that? work that way then? Because who's going to bleed and call for offside then? Like, so one calls for offside and the other goes, Aaron, no, that's not offside. You've got three people and you've got two linos and the ref, so the ref makes final decision. Uh, I don't know, I think that might be a pie in the sky effort. That, yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of stuff that could stop these things happening, but yeah. every time you try and implement anything, it makes it worse, doesn't it? In, in our game, so yeah, yeah, um. So we'll just uh, we'll move along quickly to the uh, the front four. Um, obviously, the game kind of changed around a little bit when uh, Peru went back into the number ten and and Rutter went up top. Um, I probably thought that was a great decision at the time because Rutter mm. wasn't really having any effect in in the ten role. His his touch was heavy. He was getting uh, doubled up on quite regularly when he got the ball. There was quite a few fouls that I would have considered fouls on him. Uh, that weren't mm -hmm. given um but as soon as he went up front then it was a case that the two center center backs didn't know what to do with him yeah so, he Ruba doesn't get any fouls however he don't yeah. get free kicks no that's the thing like yeah so i just thought um with rutter going up front it 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 gave us the option of the two center backs not knowing who to mark do they drop deep take on peru do they kind of double up and, and leave space in between for the two mm -hmm. wide men it, it it does add another bit, but I think that's that's what also what Paddy brings. He mm. occupy he he always occupies two centre backs whenever yeah. the ball is in a forward motion for us in in the attacking third. But in a very different way. In a very different way. Um, but I I still think that's probably our best way of playing is trying to get our front man to occupy as many centre backs as he can at any one time. Mm. Um, Peru, fair. I think with Peru, it's no slight on Peru. He just doesn't have the pace to be able mm. to pull off that kind of role because with Paddy, he's he's constantly running the line, he's constantly looking for the, the runs in behind. And that and yeah. if, if Peru doesn't have the pace or the legs to be able to do that, then that kind of formation and that way of playing isn't as effective. But then when we mm. put Georgie up there, automatically the defenders go, right, well, what are we doing here? Like this guy's got legs to burn, not yeah. had a great game, but he can change a game, which we saw yesterday. And, and he just runs for full 90 minutes, doesn't he? Yeah. He doesn't that's stop. That's the thing. Yeah. You won't get absolutely. a break. Yeah, I think so. Like, so I, I, I'm happy enough with the front four yesterday, regardless of the change around with Rutter and, and Piro and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, we won the game, Carl. You can't argue too much, can you? We scored oh. a couple of goals. We should have had a penalty. You yeah. know, we did all right for me. Um, like I said before, when we're on about sort of early on in the in the pod, like Nobody was spectacular. It were kind of a seven out of ten across the board, but everybody did the jobs and they did them pretty well for the most part of the game. Um, I, I think Somerville were probably way below his own standard, but it was still it was still decent. It was still probably a seven out of ten. It's just that when he's on his game, he's like a he's like a nine or a ten because he's up here. He's ceiling higher than most of the players. Uh, so he can play badly by his standards, but still have a decent enough game, if you know what I mean. Joe uh, Joe Bedford makes a good point. Joe does the um, uh, the ref watch, isn't it? Um, yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah, which so is decent. You should check it out if you're not. Yeah, yeah, it's very good thread on on each ref that's coming up uh, playing a, a ref in a Leeds game uh, in the future. She'll have one out. Tell you what I'd color underwear he wears, what he likes for breakfast, yeah, where he's from, all that. Um, 
but she just makes a point there regarding um you're trying to get more assistance it's like she says it's pointless having more assistant referees these days refs just generally tell them to don't flag etc this is what like I've, I've brought this up before it's one of my gripes when we're at home, where the linesman is about five feet away and he won't put up his flag whether it yeah. be a free kick a throw in offside like they will what like they're called assistants the idea behind an assistant is to help yeah assist the referee so if they're not putting up their flags joe's got a point what's the point in having them but, yeah that's it. and and you're watching him you're screaming that about you're like put your fucking yeah. flag up you know and then and then like once the scored then flag goes off and you're like you could have done that two minutes ago when yeah. you first run through why have you waited yeah yeah but then I, you I get hate, like the I hate it you get the referee who's standing in the center circle giving a throw in <laughs> that the that, that's down in our bleeding corner like you know what I mean it's like yeah. just do your job lads you're paid to do a job exactly um so yeah look let's um I want to get on to some starred messages just here before yeah, we finish up Jay is that all right yeah um so skip has uh put in one here he still think leicester will win the league straight fight out between us and southampton ipswich not an issue for us although they are on the same point soon there but again they do have to win that game in hand skip so i i'd rather be in our position with points on the board than in southampton and, and ipswich's positions um, be mad if they don't end up even in playoffs wouldn't it if they just completely fell off oh, stranger things have happened yeah uh, Deck Buckley, I'm a little bit late to the party, but good to see the dream team. Carl and Jay on duty, nice one. A deck out. Uh, Kev Campbell has come in. Uh, we obviously aim for the title, and if we look upwards below us, it takes care of itself. Bang like on. we, yeah, but we've mentioned it a couple of few times on this uh, on on the pod, Jay, where we've kind of we've all been unanimous and going, let's just catch second first, and then if first comes along, happy days, we can do whatever we want to do. Then, like oh. you know. Yeah, and we've all said just keep doing our job. Yeah, that's all we I can do. Focus on ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, Alison is in. How are you, Alison? Long time watcher. Hoover in the chat. It's which have an easy run in. They they probably yeah. have the easiest of all of them. But they've won two in ten, so I'm not worrying too much yet. Yeah, that 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 ask, is a good ask, statistic. Ask me again in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, Michael's in with another one here. Uh, with Ipswich winning, I think we've they've put pressure on Southampton, may make Southampton wobble a bit. See, this is the thing as long as we're in second, anything Ipswich do below us is going to worry Southampton before it worries us. That's right. So, it, psychologically, um, that's that's massive. And Southampton's game in hand to me, I just think of as being our last game on the last day. Yeah, I, I'm still convinced we'll be three points clear of Southampton in second. I hope so. I, I, I put my head on uh, above the parapet again on, on Joe's pod there last week and um I kinda I, I'm not going to repeat it because I'll get absolutely slated. Um sorry, you if, can repeat it on there, no one watches this pod, so you won't get up for it. Just bleeding a hundred people watching it now. I ain't saying that like absolutely not. I it, I'm sure Joe will clip it out if it happens, so it'll be all I'm right. Sure he will, yeah. Um again, Michael got with another one here. There's always a nervous middle forty. Uh, when you go up one or go right. up 20 minutes before half time and 20 minutes after half time, that's absolutely spot on, Michael. That's we to be yeah. yeah, but the thing is, the main thing is uh, that that point is a great one there. But the main thing is when you go one up, so it, it's not about going one down that that happens, it only seems to be when we go one up, yeah. So right. I'd rather, I'd rather it happens when we're one up and we can still hold out the. The attacking team then go one down and that happen. Did you see that stat yesterday um, during the game where it said uh, points or uh, games won from where we scored oh, first? Yeah, and it was like we'd won fifteen and drawn two or something. We'd not yeah. lost any. That's the mad that's, thing. That's, isn't a, it? that's a great record. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we've got a uh, Matt uh, leads here. How are you doing, Matt? Um, if we win the league, would Leicester be one of the biggest bottles since they were so? uh many points ahead well to be fair they were more points ahead than us than when we bottled it under bielsa's first year so matt i would i would have to agree that that would be the biggest bottle job going if uh we did win the league they would be in for some real stick wouldn't they yeah. i mean the amount of shit we got off opposition oh, fans we were delighted when we blew it because everyone always yeah. is I, i'll be giving it out left right and center if oh, they blow it left hooks everywhere 
I can only uh, imagine what Luke will be like and Gilly arguing with people. So oh, yeah, it'll be chaos. They make valid <laughs> points and just look like they're arguing. Um, <laughs> and uh, finally, in this uh, comment section, uh, Liam B, you're closing in on 2K, lads. Well done. Brilliant new YouTube channel. Here. Thank you. Any Anyone new to the pod, please like and subscribe and maybe turn on the old notification bell. We don't do all them fancy graphics down the bottom, probably because we don't know how. Um, <laughs> But, but please do like and subscribe if you're new to the uh, the channel today. That'll be absolutely brilliant and uh, nice to have you all along if you're new. We do our um, best to put the content out for you guys. Yeah, that's it. Jammy we, in we there. We try to be entertaining. We are part of the, the Lutang clan, so that's okay. That's right. Um, that's right. So, Jay, just before we finish up, man, have you anything else that you'd maybe like to, to touch on before we go? Um, Not really, mate. I think I'm all good. Uh. We've got the, the charity walk coming up, haven't we? Yeah. Is it 23rd of March we're doing that? Uh, I'll be that amazed a, if that's right, because I can't remember. Saturday, the then you're... What, Jay? Have I got it? Have I got Dang. it? Dang. Oh, come on. If you're Let's a do 90s, it. If you're a 90s kid, you know what saying means and where it comes <laughs> from. Um, so yeah, we've, got, uh, we've got a charity walk, haven't we? We're doing the, the walk around the, the Leeds United murals, and is it 20... Three miles or was it 18 miles or something, something mad? It, it would have been like 25 or 26 if we were going out to Minston, I think, to do that one on the side of a shed. Either um, way, it's going to kill me. Yeah, yeah. Well, Chocolate Knees isn't coming anymore. But he, to be fair to him, he, <laughs> he is absolutely gutted um, that he can't make it. And he, he's genuine about it. He really wanted to do it. He really wanted to be involved in it. But Luke's Chocolate Knees just don't allow those types of things anymore. Well, that's it, because Luke yeah. expended himself too much when he was younger. <laughs> well, he played a lot of rugby, didn't he? So you can understand why his uh, his knees are the way they are when you're playing that. It's just, he, he should be just grateful he doesn't have cauliflower ears. Um, absolutely. He, he wouldn't want to look any worse. Absolutely, yeah. Um, look, thanks very much for joining us, folks. We're going to finish up there. Um, watch out for the, the pod on Tuesday. Again, we're absolutely clueless. We've no idea who's going to be on it, but it will be on. Probably about five minutes later than advertised. It'll probably be us again. <laughs> probably us again, yeah. Um, but we do appreciate you joining us on a Sunday morning. Um, oh, it's Sunday afternoon now. So, look, thanks very much. Have a good week. And uh, hopefully we'll see you Tuesday and um, maybe for a pint on Friday night after the Leicester game. Maybe so. And just keep an eye on the socials for the, um, the charity walk stuff and there's more detail on there. Yeah. Thanks a million, folks. Take care. Cheers, guys. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the Independent Leeds United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Auto Know Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi and Coke after match podcasts. With three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.